to George, one of the big films that came out this week that you and I were pretty excited to see was The Northman. Mm. Uh, the Northman? The Northman? I'm saying Northman because I'm English. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt wrong saying man. Um, latest film directed by Robert Eggers, who you most recently would have known who did uh, The Lighthouse and The Witch, or The Vivitch, as the poster <laughs> said. And this is a story that actually I found out when, when sort of doing a bit of research on this film. It's the Norse folk tale that inspired Hamlet, that inspired The Lion King. Oh really? So because you you know if I talk about the plot, you'll yes. see very similar. Yes, of course, plot that makes total piece. sense now. Makes a lot of sense because it, it, that is essentially the story. It's set in I want to say 900 AD uh, Scandinavia Viking territory. You've got this uh, character played by Bill, uh, sorry Alexander Skarsgård called Amleth, whose father is a king in this micro community. And this is in the trailer, but he uh, is killed and betrayed by his brother named Fjolnir. And uh, as a as a kid, he basically, which is something you see yeah, in the trailer, he, he says he flees. And uh, it's funny, Robert Eggers actually described a period in the film as the Hakuna, the Hakuna Matata scenes. Oh, really? <laughs> Where, like, uh, you know, he, he flees and he says, I will save my mother. I will avenge, avenge my father. father. I will kill you, Fiona. And yeah. he's like repeating it over and over to himself. And it, it is sort of gladiator, Lion King, Hamlet yes, territory. Yeah. And what happens is he essentially grows up, becomes a nursery, a mercenary. Becomes <laughs> a nursery. And while he's a kid, he has this sort of very trippy ceremony with his father and Willem Dafoe. And what I can only describe as like a hippie Nordic bar mitzvah. Yeah. Where like he takes him into this tent. It looks like something that would happen at yeah. a Glastonbury. Like so he's just, <laughs> he just went, Willem Dafoe, can you be Willem Dafoe and just yeah. go absolutely mental in the scene? And he, he basically is, I want to say hypnotized into swearing allegiance to his father at yeah. all costs, no matter. This is when he's a child. This right? is when he's a child. And just to interject here, the father's played by Ethan Hawke. Yes, father's his mother's played, by, played by Nicole Kidman. Nicole and his uncle's played by Klaus Bang, who's a Danish actor, I believe. Yeah. Uh, anyone who's seen The Square or Dracula might have been familiar with him. Yeah. Um, anyway, and, this and, is, and the child, sorry, also looks like, really strangely looks like Mila Jovovich, I thought, of Resident Evil fame. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy in this as well. Anya Taylor-Joy as well. Um, and Bjork in a really good scene as well. Yes. So, over to And, um, yeah, so the film sort of skips forward like 17 years and you find him as an adult almost like a mercenary going through um going through and sort of you know being very violent and he sort of has this epiphany where he re-remembers what he swore and and the oath that he made and he sets out to try and find Fjolnir's new little community in Iceland and he finds himself actually working as a laborer as a slave in this community and from there the film goes on but i almost feel like talking about this film in a sort of a to b to c plot way does not accurately depict the way that this film is presented because we talked about films last week that as soon as they start they grab you and shake you and go listen pay attention because as soon as you you start this film there's this deep like this sort of nordic speech and it is very stylized if you've seen a robert eggers film before you'll know that it deals heavily in uh, mysticism dream logic and it, it's definitely an experience but that's because i don't want to just talk about the plot i want to talk about no, the presentation of this as a whole but george you saw it this week what did you think the northman is brutal barbaric yeah bleak bizarre but kind of brilliant yeah it is kind of brilliant i i i you know, Robert Eggers has this art historical approach to things. We talk about films being painterly, yes. right? And like, you know, normally I think of a film like Call Me By Your Name is very painterly and, and yes. Little Women is very painterly. But with Robert Eggers, it is like medieval portraiture. It is medieval paintings. The, the 
imagery in it is so striking and so informed by art history yes. that it really captures you and is really part of the experience of seeing a Robert Eggers film. And that's why it's great seeing it at the cinema. Mm-hmm. There were some moments in The Northman of such striking imagery and such shocking violence that yeah. I genuinely like <gasps> gasped out loud. And like the striking imagery, one in like how it's composed, the composition of the imagery is so striking, like the way it's presented and you think that's just an incredible image. Mm. And then there's the striking image in terms of it being striking is like psychologically haunting and terrible. Um, so it's, it's reductive to talk about just the plot exactly. of this film. You have to mention its, its style and its cinematic flair. What, what he does in this film is create a sense that death is immediate and present at all times yes. life is incredibly fragile and incredibly brutal mm. and there um there's a moment of violence in it that is only violent by implication it's actually not violent directly i think i know what you mean and i was like everyone in the room in the, in the auditorium was just like god that's just such a dark horrible thing to to happen but obviously it's slightly cinematic and cathartic in a weird way as well yeah. i'm not what i love is that he there's all this chaos i mean there's some great battle scenes in it and there's a raid that alexander scarsell's character does very early on and you've got these charges you've got spears you've got arrows you've got shouting but the camera is incredibly smooth and steady and glides say. along and there's a bit where he climbs up you know, like a wooden wooden palisade wall are they called you know mm. and and it just follows him very gracefully. So you've got this great contrast between the chaos of war and this like steely focus, which I guess is a bit like his character. Yeah. Has this, you know, dead heart, this cold focus. Um, the way that it just, yeah, creates that world and about how immediate death is and how present it is, is really unshakable. So even when you're only at like the end of act one, as it were, I felt like this film had really got under my skin. I mentioned a bit with Bjork that's really like haunting. And anyone who's seen The Lighthouse will know how he does those striking images. Yeah. And they can really kind of burn into your soul. And I really, really uh, admire that. What about you? That's exactly what I thought in terms of how much I enjoyed the camera work and the cinematography to be in direct contrast with the violence that it portrays on screen. It's, it's not just in those one take action scenes. Mm. It can be violence that's not literally slashing someone open it's like those it was implied violent scenes yeah. where there are there are moments where you're just you're just in a village and the camera is just kind of float it kind of actually trucks along between different bits and then comes back yeah. and yeah it 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 it, it has yeah. this sense where obviously there, there are cuts in it but the way that that film builds towards its crescendo mm. um re- regardless of if you enjoyed it you, you you're gonna get to the end of this film and you're just gonna be like wow what a yeah. what a way to build to the end mm. and this the final shot of the film you're just like yeah. that's a that's a film that, that yeah that's a movie seen. and uh I, th- I think just also i don't think the film would have been able to sustain itself without amazing performances nicole mm. kidman like especially mm. like, what a oh really she was the standout for you i, I mean, Paul Kidman was just like pretty disturbing, and and I, th- I think what uh, you know we compared it to to the Lion King, and I don't think you want to look at that and go, this is very black and white of who's evil and who's mm. good. I think I think part of the, what what this film reveals, reveals to you is obviously violence is destructive, and there are mm. many different sides yes. to a war and a conflict, and I think you're not you're not necessarily in love with with any of the characters no. and, and you're not necessarily rooting for anyone, but the events that happen and the way it builds is just mm. pretty phenomenal and you are just there going film done as you were saying the way the northman weaves like uh 
through with the camera. It like weaves like a tapestry of chaos and carnage. Like yeah. as it goes through the village, just someone getting sliced over there and someone getting their eyes up, something over there and someone's getting, you know, horrible thing happening. Yeah. It's weaving this like old fashioned tapestry. Um, I think that the performances are great. I mean, like we've just mentioned, all those cast members, when you see them lay, laid out on a poster, you're like, yeah, I would go see any of the people, you know, mm. in, in I'd go see any film from those people. But um, you mentioned Nicole Kidman, slight diverge. I mean, Alexander Skarsgård, I, 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 you know, he's a great actor, he's good in everything. He was really good in Big Little Lies. Did you ever watch that? No. But he was great in that. And in that, he played the husband to Nicole Kidman, who played his uh, wife. Right. So seeing them on screen <laughs> as mother, mother and, and child yeah. was slightly dis- disjointed. Um, it was a different but, time. But I agree. And like I said, Klaus Bang is 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 great. It's good to see him in it. And like um, Alexander Skarsgård's physicality in this film, it's mm. like hunched like this. Yeah. He's got his entire neck forwards and he in battle scenes he like marches mm. through like this yeah it just destroying everything in his wake and the camera almost like follows yeah. him doing that and it does just feel like that energy is held throughout the whole film until it stops mm. and anya taylor joy also always fan- great fantastic in this i mean the, the the big poster that's on the side of a bus right now says this generation's gladiator which i always think is a little glib i mean it's, yeah. it's just very attention it's grabbing. a great but, thing but I would... to put on a poster I'd be lying if that didn't cross my mind. I think there are obviously thematic and structural similarities with that. The Gladiator is cosier. Yeah, cosier and a bit safer. I would, do you know what I was also thinking? It's nobler. It's definitely nobler. Yeah. But um, even though, well, this is weird. Even though The Northman set after Gladiator. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa but I also thought of Django Unchained, bizarrely, because yeah. of just like this sort of revenge with incorporated with like heavy violence. Yes. And also, um, the Revenant, I think, is a quite obvious comparison. Very obvious I, th- comparison. I think I actually preferred it to the Revenant. The Revenant kind of has more—I wasn't going to say has more artistic pretension because you could definitely say that about the Northman, but yeah. there's more like floaty people sort of whispering about "come back to them" in the Revenant, <laughs> yeah, right? There is. Whereas this is this is much more committed to its own vision of. Uh, of what it is and also committed to giving you a good time at the same time. So if I had one downside- it's entertaining and thrilling, yeah. If I if I was to pick out a downside, it would be, it's almost so hard, the film, and brutal yeah. that it's hard to come away with sort of any uh, resonant feeling of hope or, or, or something that's really, this really sticks under your skin. Annie Taylor-Joy, I think, plays a really big part in trying to soften and give the audience something else than just a horror show, right? Yeah. But, and there's a really interesting question at the heart of the film, which is like, you have to sometimes make a choice between taking kindness for your kin or pursuing hate for your enemy. And that's one or the other. Yeah. But I think in, um, I think in being so hard, uh, I've lost my train of thought. It's a, it's a brutish, aggressive, smacks you in the face <laughs> experience. It, there's no, it doesn't really glide you through anything. You are very much hit in the face by it. And um I think what's what's nice what I'm hearing about it is that it's also being praised for how historically accurate it was and like these were how Vikings lived in this time and it's likely that the, the, how the houses would have looked how the weapons would have looked how the jewelries on, on their arms and necks mm. would have looked and I think that's quite a nice thing to know because I think Vikings are very often um, yeah. inaccurately represented in films. I think what I meant to say is that it's it's so hard but that's okay but it's because it's so committed and focused. It this film never dips. The Northman never dips in the whole time. That's what I was really surprised. It really keeps you going. Yeah. Um, and sustains itself without... It could easily be silly or high drama. It manages to stay really grounded. And I, get, I think it's just through that gritty tactility. Even though it is 
gods, yeah. Od- will Odin bless this? What is my place in Valhalla? Yeah. Mysticism, the kind of like cliched witches in the forest that mm. tell you are like a prophecy that yeah. will eventually come out. Even though it has all of that, yeah. it never felt silly. Yeah, it's really unflinching. You got Will Willem Dafoe in his pants in a yeah. tent with a fire, just be like, "What do you want to be?" <laughs> Remember your father. <laughs> you say like, "Okay, Willem yeah, Dafoe, yeah, yeah. I'll do whatever you say." <laughs> yeah remember remember who your father was <laughs> so i think if you're a fan of robert eggers you won't be disappointed no i, th- I think i think if you enjoyed the, brand the, the the witch and you enjoyed the lighthouse and what i like is that those films are when you group them together are definitely of a piece you can see like the, his touch on all of those films it's definitely but an I, I do work. still feel like those are all quite different films actually uh, completely the witch is much more stately paced and much more slow and much more of like a pot boiler and then the lighthouse is much like more suffocating Four by three. You're talking about the lighthouse. Now. Yeah, the lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. It's like this but, really closed in, tight experience, black and white. But also almost like a complete hoot. I, I, some of the lighthouse I found like blackly funny. Yes. It's really almost comedic at times, like dark, but so bizarre. And yes, it's like a, it's a sea shanty of a film. And this is, uh, yeah, it's a folktale. I remember watching The Lighthouse on holiday because I thought, oh, holiday, I'll go and watch loads yeah. of films. And I watched The Lighthouse like in the early afternoon. And I was in such a weird mood afterwards yeah. when I finished it because I had so many weird imageries of like mermaids yeah. and lighthouses and just naked men and weird like candlesticks. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I need to just sort of do something else before I think about anything that's going on in my life. I told you recently about a dream I'd had with like hooded figures in it and I couldn't see their faces, yes. right? When I thought about that dream, like last night, I was like, that is what the kind of thing Robert Eggers does in his films. Yeah. It's this horrible nightmarish dream world. And there are loads of dreams. Blank symmetry film. staring you in the eyes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, do you remember the, the bit in the lighthouse that I really liked was when they start drinking like the, the lighter fluid for the, the fuck the, for the, the actual lighthouse light. Yeah. And they were like, Whoa! and I was just like, this film is mad. I'm really enjoying this. And then do you remember that bit where he has the vision where he sees the mermaid in the water yes. and she like, like lets out that siren call. And yeah. it's like, Whoa! Great, great Watch stuff. the lighthouse. Yeah, the lighthouse will really, change you. <laughs> and you also like watch it with like all the lights off. Yes. Turn up to full and just and just like suck yourself in. Yeah. Um, but the Northman, really solid time. I, I I think it's great. I think most people won't be disappointed. It's unflinching. It's, it's brutal. It's, it's unapologetic, but I, I really value that and respect that. Yeah. yeah.